0: Hey everyone and welcome to Class 1A, Popped Off's My Hero Academia podcast. As always, I am one of your homeroom teachers, Andrew Nimsgern, and alongside me are James Graham and Dylan Beal. This first episode, we're going to kind of take a step back, since this is going to be our first episode of Season 4, a lot of new people are going to be jumping on, so we want to kind of take a step back, do a little bit more of an introduction, kind of go through our hero names, talk about the show a little bit and all that As well. But before we do jump into that, James and Dylan, how are you guys doing today?
1: I'm doing really good. I'm excited. We're we're finally in the new season. It's been a couple weeks since we've been building it up and I'm hyped. I'm hyped we're finally in it and we're gonna have something to look forward to every single week, so
2: Yeah, I was uh you know, the anticipation of the new season was always you know, is always there, but you know, uh we discussed previously how like, you know, the recap episode's a recap episode, but I was pleasantly surprised this week, so I'm even more excited.
0: Yeah, and I'm super excited to talk about that, but for any of you that are joining or listening for the first time because you just want to follow along for Season 4 and didn't care as much about the recaps, how it's going to go is each and every Saturday. We all wake up super early. I woke up at 5 a.m. my time to watch the episode this week, and then we're going to record, kind of recap the episode, what happened, talk about the episode, have any additional class notes that we want to kind of go through this week. We'll be talking about the intro and the outro preview of next week and of course each and every week we will also be doing our plus ultra award where each one of us will crown one student villain hero anyone in the show that went plus ultra and went beyond but each episode will be about 20 to 30 minutes i mean 20 to 40 minutes we'll be publishing saturday afternoon not too long after the episode goes live and we talk about it so make sure to tune in each and every saturday for that but we also are often really referred to as our other names or hero names, if you want to call them, that Dylan kind of came up with. So Dylan, you want to take a second to kind of just recap on what each one of our hero names are and a little reason behind
1: why? Yeah. So we'll start off with our glorious host here, Andrew, um, also known as the big business hero adverts, um, because he is our, uh, our, our marketing dude, um, big business dude. Um, James Graham is, of course, the healing hero apothecary. Um, because he is our health professional on the podcast and um also a big fan of Warhammer. And then of course I, Dylan Beal, am the shipping hero fanfic because ooh, ooh, I do love just diving in, picking out all the romances I can, um, whether they be canon or not canon. I have a feeling most of yours are not going to be canon, oh, no. but you never know. They're canon up here <laughs> in my head. In your head,
0: yeah. Oh my goodness. But again, I think all of us are so excited to um, get going with this season. We've been waiting for it for so long. We've finished up all the recaps. But with that, I don't really have any major announcements or anything like that, just that we're here each and every Saturday. So we're going to kind of jump into our normal regular role that a lot of you are used to already before we get talking about this week's lecture.
1: Yeah, but we are a newer podcast, so please make sure you tell all your friends about it. Make sure you leave a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on.
2: Yeah, and for our new listeners, for anybody coming in, just uh, we are pretty vocal on Twitter, and we are reachable through email as well. So you can find us at popped underscore off on
0: Twitter, and you can reach us at contact at poppedoff.com. Yeah, so if you ever want to reach out with any recommendations for other suggestions, things we missed that you want us to correct us on, anything kind of like that, we're really open to it. We want to make this show as enjoyable for you guys as it is for us. So don't be afraid to let us know what you guys want coming out of it. But with that, let's jump into this week's class lecture, which will be on episode one of season four, the 64th total episode of the My Hero Academia anime, which comes out on October 12th, 2019, obviously. And this one was titled The Scoop on UA Class 1A. Kind of a little bit of a tongue twister there, actually reading it out loud for the first time. But it opens with the famous you can be a hero scene from class 1a and then it goes into a recap of what one for all is kind of going through that history this is the recap episode for season four going through a lot of what we saw in season three two and one so i'm going to kind of skip over a lot of it because a lot of it is if you've watched this far you probably already know what this is so i'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about what the actual recaps were and more the overall arch of the plot we get a rundown of quirks. Eighty percent of the planet has them. Twenty percent does not. Deku was one of those original twenty percent. Um, and the rise of villains and heroes with the rise of quirks. Um, we get to see everyone in Class One A for the first time with the new art, st- with kind of an updated art style. And then it ends with the "This is my hero Academia" line from Deku, which does give me a little bit of shivers listening to that and kind of going through that all for the very first time. Um, right after the intro that we will talk about later we do see the end of the all for one versus all might fight with the united states of smash which we all agreed on was one of the most hype parts leading up to this season um we also then go to junk junko news and get an early introduction of all might um they're kind of working on a big piece and feature on him now that he's retired and we do get a little bit about his early days, including his old partner from America, David Shield, that only appeared in the Two Heroes movie, that these two did not believe was going to be canon. We made a bet on that last week, so you can go back and check that out. But I was so, so happy to see this, and so happy to be right about that. But we will talk about that later, because I'm not going to let you get away with that that easily. Um, we jump back to um, Junko News, and who are looking for that unique story, and we're introduced to Taneo uh, Tokuda, a freelance reader. Reader, we're just going to refer to him as Tane for the rest of the episode. Um, He pitches a story about All Might's Now It's Your Turn words that we do see in Season 3 after the All Might versus All for One fight. Um, When he turns and says, now it's your turn, which obviously we know was to Deku. Um, He believes that he was talking to one of the students at UA who was to be his successor. Um, While going through the people he doesn't believe it is, we learn about Sir Night Eye for the first time. We do see him very briefly in Season 3, but we do not know anything about him. He runs his own hero agency, and he used to be All Might's former sidekick, supposedly, after he moved back to Japan. Um, they have not been in touch for a while, and they kind of ruled out anyone, and Miro being that, because Miro does work very closely with Sir Night Eye, another thing we do learn in this episode. Um, he determines that it's going to be someone in Class 1A based on how much time he does spend training them, and uses Junko News to get access to UA in the dorms. We jump back to the dorms and see all of Class 1A together for the first time this season with Aizawa, informing the class that Tane is coming. Deku still can't get close to girls. Mineta is still a perv. Um, Aoyama is still sparkling and himself. And we get the um, very reoccurring Hakure invisible joke, even though she's so worried about how she's going to look. And we get a bunch of other kind of the common personality traits of a bunch of people in Class 1A. You guys all know them, so I'm not going to go through each and every one of them. But um, Tane does come in to do a feature on the dorm life at UA, which the school feels like is going to be a good way to show the parents and kind of the the world that everything is going good there for the first time in a very long time. Um, Aizawa kind of figures out that this isn't the real reason, but he's like, well, it's probably not something criminal, so I'm just going to leave it be and told Ida to worry about it pretty much if anything does go wrong. Um, pretty much, we then get a collage of a bunch of pictures um, to the awesome background song of My Hero, I love whenever that comes on. comes on so often throughout the show. kind of goes through breakfast, class, and all that kind of stuff. And then it moves into the introduction of everyone in the Class 1A and their quirks. So just a little bit of a refresher for anyone joining for the very first time, or for someone that just needs a recap of what all 20 people do, because it's a lot of quirks to keep track of. Um, after that, we do uh, discover that Tane has already narrowed down who the predecessor is. Um, he figured it was only going to be one of the six that was the finalists in the Sports Festival from season two, um, but then kind of did a lot of other people by process elimination. Ended up being with Deku as the only possible candidate for this. Um, all Might comes to visit. To get, um, all Might comes to visit in the Small his Small Might form. His Small Might form is when refer to when he's not all muscly, and obviously a much smaller version of All Might um and he gets free food in the small might form just because everyone's super happy he gets a free umbrella out of it it was kind of a weird little side thing i think it was just kind of an excuse for all might to stop by but they do talk about that we get a short recap of all might and him being the symbol of peace and then he talks about how it's now deku's and everyone else's turn um tani and deku had a discussion outside after all might leaves he shows a picture of those two together and we learn that tana is a huge fan of all might and that his father was one of the people saved by all might in the bombing rescue video that we see all the time so that video deku freaked out to all the time in the like season one that was one of his fathers and one of those pictures we have seen in the show previously was from um tani taking it and it's also from that same video james you look a little perplexed i don't think it is so
2: the, the initial video of all might like the one that deku like loses his mind over is he's, he's actually sta- he's he's walking up on top over a bus so oh yeah so it just looks they do they do absolutely yeah but it's uh but yeah no all might's and like the other thing is too because like i mean they they, they they like stylistically look the exact same but um in that scene as well, All Might's only carrying two people, one being Tane's father and then another person. And in the uh the Deku video, he's carrying like like ten people on his back.
1: Yeah. Okay, that's I think a he good just saves correction. People a lot of <laughs> fires just, and just explosions. Just
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I I just felt like it was a very specific kind of thing. Oh, you remember this reference from eighteen years ago? Of course, Deku's gonna know everything. Well, that, yeah. But it just seemed like a very big event. That's why I kind of made that up in my head. I didn't actually do background research on that. So I apologize, but I will keep going on with that. We do see that, and that's why he's such a big fan of All Might, and it kind of helped Tani get into his career um, because he took that first photo that got into the newspaper. Um, We do get a clip about the unease of society and how the heroes are kind of a little shaky with the rise of the villains after All Might's retirement, but there is still hope. Um, We see how Tani's quirk is that he can produce picture um uh, cameras anywhere on his body to take pictures and then print them out through his chest a very interesting quirk i want to talk a little bit about more but he reveals about how he knows it's deku and how he found the similarities between him and all might and there's also a small reference to coda that you two believed we would never hear about again and that he was just a plot device for season two again oh for two for you guys oh for two for you guys but going on, um, we do see Uraraka, see the two talking. Um, Tani says he's not going to write the article about him, that he doesn't really have any proof. We just wanted to apologize for coming under false pretenses. Um, we want to know that there's still hope. It's really the whole reason that he came. I think it was kind of a really cool reveal that, oh, he ended up being actually a really good guy. Um, then they take a selfie, with which was very awkward. We can talk more about this. Uraraka blushes for some reason. The whole photo was awkward. And then he talks about keeping that photo inside him forever and cherishing it. And then goes on talking about he, how he eventually wants to write a book about Deku's um, young life. About how the new symbol of peace was when he was young or something similar along that line. Um, he leaves thus saying goodbye to everyone. Kind of a dick move, but whatever. Um, Uraraka has a very good nose for meat. Um, Tani doesn't give the story, but does give a picture of All Might eating a meat bun. And somehow that is the same thing as a scoop about who All Might's successor is. So that's a very interesting way to end the show. But nonetheless, we are back. That is the full recap of the first episode of My Hero Academia, Season 4, Episode 1, Class of the... What was it? The Scoop on UA, Class 1A. We will talk about the preview right before we do end the episode. But let's go back through this episode, talk about the recap episode that was so much better than you guys expected. And we'll kind of go through on order, but if there's certain talking points or anything we want to go to right away, let's go ahead. But just because there's so much recapping this will be a little harder wanna talk about and we just kinda of pick and choose. I think we yeah. I
2: think we're safe to skip the first two points because it is a very generic recappy thing to really get. Yes. You get you get through, you know, the might you can be a hero to scene, you know. You get through the other of course like the, the very, you know, uh big fight between All Might and One for All uh all for one. So I mean like that doesn't really need mentioning but David Shield. David, David Shield <laughs> is the first word. David, goddamn Shield. Most
0: important part of this episode.
2: David, Sh- David so, Shield can, should not. Yeah. He shouldn't have been in here, man. We talked about this at great length on how if you give validity to David Shield, you give validity to that that BS
1: like quirk amplifier thing that they did in the movie. That it just it should not be there. So I think it's going to be all right though, because they didn't necessarily say, "Hey, remember the events of the movie." It was more of. He was he was partners with David Shield at some point when he was in America and they kind of left it at that. So I think that was kind of a good compromise. I hope they decide to maybe leave it at that or maybe like reference uh, like old David Shield again in the future. Um, But I really hope they don't circle back to the island at all because they're already they're already getting into bad territory with that
0: my guess would be it's just like, hey, we're recapping everything from the three seasons, but also if you didn't know there's a movie and this one reference we make to can only be found in the movie. (laughs) So if you want to see more about this clip, go and watch a movie that doesn't matter with the the rest of the TV show. So I really think it was just something kind of more like that because it is officially canon. Rather, you guys wanted to believe it or not, after watching the movie, the whole movie is canon. So they did want to include that in there in the recap, because it obviously did happen before this. So it makes sense for them to reference it. I Island is never going to be brought up again, and my ideas. I'm just happy to see David Shield again and kind of proving you guys wrong on it. Melissa's
2: not coming back, though. No.
0: Unfortunately, <laughs> Melissa's unfortunately, gone. Unfortunately, Melissa is gone. She um, gone. But, yeah, so I guess we can kind of move into wherever we want from there. I mean, the whole story idea, I think it was kind of a very interesting way to kind of pitch this episode, because obviously when you're doing a feature article on All Might, it's talked a lot about his past and with it being a successor, it's, you get the kind of the whole idea of Deku and kind of that dynamic there and it's an excuse to talk about class 1A. So, did you guys like how they approached this um episode like how the Overarching Team 1s with the Swim one. It was just kind of random flashbacks while this one actually had a kind of a story behind it. Or what do you guys think made this episode
1: better than last
0: season's recap? It felt
1: a lot more natural, I think. And I think also the important thing is to think about the context of this. Um Because My Hero is a hugely popular anime, and it's just getting more and more popular. And so there is a lot of people coming into this Season 4. Like, there there is a large group of people just jumping right into it. And I think having an excuse to do, like, a hero profile of all of Class 1A and just run through their name, what their quirk is, and, like, a quick, like, description of them, I think is super, super important. And I think this was perfect for it because how would you do a profile of everyone's character... Most naturally is someone doing a story on each one of them. You know, I I think yep. it, the setup is really really good for this.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. I think this like this like I even talked about it before we got in the show. It's just like if like it's not only a good recap, it's like a feelsy recap too. Like they 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 really like. I don't think you could probably execute a recap any better, even with our like slight nitpicks at the uh, at this episode. Like like overall it was pretty pretty, pretty
0: really well done. No, oh, I I totally agree. I I really like the approach. And I think it was a yeah, a very natural approach. And I think that's what the difference was between this season and season 3 cuz season 3 was just a bunch of people at the pool with random flashbacks pretty much. Well, this one was telling a story of a story that's been told so far, which makes total sense to me. Um but yeah, I guess where do we kind of want to move from there? I think just kind of looking through the recap now, um we can talk more about the pitch and kind of the words um from all might then now it's your turn otherwise we do get the reveal very similar out of that of the sir night eye and miro kind of relationship there both of which we think are going to be
1: major characters this season i think that'd be the next big thing we really want to dive into yeah i think that was kind of interesting cuz there was a scene i think it might have been during the last episode where we saw where we saw sir night eye we didn't know who he was but he was just like at a computer yeah yeah, um, yeah. And then- it was the end
0: of season 4 like right before we were to introduce him Season three, thank you.
1: Yeah, so having that setup of like, oh, he is like, uh, All Might's like former sidekick, and he works with Mirio, I think it's going to be interesting to see where they take that.
0: yeah uh, Yeah, and that he owns a hero agency, I think, is a really big point there. That he doesn't just work with Mirio, and they even made reference to something I don't know if we've learned before, but when All Might came back from America, he opened his own own hero agency. Well, we didn't, we so, didn't know he
2: had his own hero agency. We didn't even know he had a sidekick yeah. at some point. Like, I mean, the the, the extent yeah. of his sidekick was David Shield. But then Japan, we don't really know like a whole lot of what went on, other than he was just you know number one hero, symbol of peace, But that was it. All it, it's kind of weird because all the other intricacies about the hero society, All Might was kind of like an outlier on because he was so powerful. Maybe like he didn't have an agency, didn't have a sidekick. He just beat the crap out of everybody. So it's kind of it's it's a nice in, it's like nice to know that he originally kind of molded to the the hero society as well.
0: Yeah, I think that'd be really curious and. Obviously, I think we all agree. We talked about the last season, like the last episode and kind of a recap going up to this one, that this episode and even just flashbacks confirms or mentions that Miro is going to be one of the top six uh, characters this season. I think he's going to be huge. I think we see him in the outro. We see him referenced in the show um, a couple times in a recap when he was only in one episode so far. And I think that gets me really excited looking forward to it because I really love his character. And we're going to see that relationship between All Might, Deku, Sir Night Eye, and um, Miro a lot, I think, especially starting the next episode already.
1: Yeah, I, I think that was pretty apparent, just because, like you were saying, like, it's in the outro, it's in the intro. Uh, he's on all, like, the key, like, um, like posters and all that. So I definitely think this season is going to be super heavily focused on on him and Deku.
2: I think we should uh also just kind of building on the rest of the cast. We got to give credit to Izawa too, for being, like, still being a hero. And, like, even when he's just, like, on, you know, he's just teaching. Still being able to snuff this dude out, like, uh, snuff Tainai out. Being like, this guy doesn't, he's not doing anything malicious. I'm just going to let him do his thing. He's lying to me, but
0: whatever. Yeah. <laughs>
2: He's a reporter. <laughs> exactly. exactly. No, no
0: reporter is truly good, right? Like everyone has to do what they got to do to get the scoop.
2: I don't know, man. I think I think Tane is a character. Like you ended up feeling you, f- you felt really for him towards character. the end of it because you're like, damn, dude, this guy, like, he like he really wanted to know that he was like, you know, like he, the society was going to be okay because he looked up to All Might so much too, right? So yeah. I, I, I like I think Tane is just like a character to like I think Tane is probably going to be a plot device. I don't think we're going to really see him much more again. Like, I think...
0: It was only for... Yeah,
2: he served his his purpose really well.
0: Maybe we see, like, a reference to the picture, like, in next week's episode in, like, Mm. the newspaper. Yeah. Like, that'd be the extent. I don't think we'll actually see Tonic.
2: No, we'll probably... Like, I mean, he'll probably be, like... I I feel like he's going to be one of those characters that, like, shows what the rest of the world is doing while, like, a big event is happening throughout the series or something like that. Like, it's going to be one of
1: those things. He is a awesome quirk though yeah like a whole body lens like that's that's ridiculous because i was confused at first because when he was talking about like his past or whatever and how he like took that photo he was like young and i was like he didn't have a he he, he wasn't holding a camera yeah yeah, i was like is he just chilling with his camera like what's going on and it was like oh no it just it comes out everywhere i was like oh okay that's interesting
0: i really like
1: that idea
0: especially like in today i think that'd be such a cool quirk to have the,
1: the one thing i was really confused on though is uh is every, like uh Midoriya was shocked when when he was like oh it's everywhere or whatever how was he taking photos before did he just bring a camera to take photos of yeah. everyone no but why yeah, would he just had a camera as well why would he bring a camera to take photos if his body has lenses to take photos with why would well, he do that be-
0: well, cuz he didn't want them to let him know that he could really be watching them and taking pictures whenever a good like you, you don't want to just yeah I think, that that's, away. I think it's i think it's a you reporter just sneak thing a picture whenever you want but yeah.
1: He could just be, he'd be like, oh, like, hey, I'm a reporter. By the way, I have this, like, camera on my hand I could take photos with. I'll line it up and take a photo. Like, well, of
0: course he did. He didn't want to do that. He didn't want to give that that's away. That's weird. That's Ma- weird. Maybe,
1: maybe, maybe, like, like,
2: actual cameras have better quality than his quirk. So maybe he just wanted, you know, high quality photos.
1: That's true. Like, what if he was born in the 80s? Yeah. And then nowadays, exactly, right? cameras are way better. Like, that would suck, right? Because you're like, oh, I have cameras on me. But they all suck. He's not going to do a software update, man. Like he's, like, his yeah. body's not going to develop, right? Oh, it's not only software, but hardware update. What about the lenses? There's new lenses. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, man. There's logistics Dude. here that I, I have issues with.
2: Dude, that, that that printer that comes out of his chest is probably real slow, real slow.
1: <laughs> no,
0: you can train a quirk just like like Deku's training. Yeah, his but does quirk. like is just train work? his quirk like, to get better. Does his lenses get Why better because he. Do they, you know that? prove that i, I don't know he trains
1: his cork to get new nikon cameras <laughs>
0: yeah he trains it to make he it might better.
2: honestly like the lens might come out and he might be able to take the lens off and put a new lens on
1: you know what i mean because it is like a full camera Ooh. that kind of comes out like the full lens does come out of his like out of his that, body that that raises a lot more questions <laughs> though if, if the lenses can come out and put back in can he just put other things in his body that come like out and come sword. Back in oh okay. sword does he have a different work okay. than actually the camera's
0: Let's wrap it back in. Let's wrap it back in and talk a little bit more about kind of the class 1As. I, I is I mean, is there anything kind of from that short scene where we get kind of all the inside jokes from all that kind of stuff? We see Mineta being Mineta with some really big leaps of logic. <laughs> um, Dude, that's how, how
1: Mineta thinks, man. <laughs> like, respect it. Well, no. So the, the, the leaps or whatever I think is a lot... M- makes a lot more sense in Japanese because I think, like... I think the words are a lot more similar, and it's more of like a pun that he's talking about. Okay. Um, I think it sense. just doesn't translate well. So, so disclosure: we all watched the subs for this one. Um, Andrew was going to be our our dub expert, um, but the dub wasn't out when we decided to record. But I think, in in um in in the dub, he'll probably be like, he'd be like, oh, like a reporter woman, like maybe like she'll come and be real hot.
2: Yeah, it's probably gonna be yeah.
1: something real, real, you know, not not as case. good. Yeah.
0: I'd be curious about that. But, yeah, I mean, I guess um, I'm just kind of curious what else we want to talk about. I don't think we need to talk about any of the characters specifically. There's a couple of weird scenes I want to talk about. Um, unless, is there anything else from this episode you guys really do want to talk about? It's kind of a lighter episode with a lot of recaps, so it's hard to find some major points. But there is two scenes I want to talk about if you guys don't have anything yeah, else. Yeah, sure. Go for it. So, first off, just kind of the whole keep this picture inside me and treasure it forever. Okay. I I think that might be another translation issue. I don't Um, I don't think it is. I don't
2: think it is. I think the whole
0: picture aspect was weird. I
2: don't think it is weird because you gotta think too, you gotta think of the significance that All Might has in Tane's life and he has the opportunity to meet the new All Might. He's, like, literally watching the formation of, like, the new person. Again, like, like he watched All Might save his dad and everything like that. So, I think there is, a like, a, a degree of, like, emotional relevance to meeting Deku and, like, recognizing who Deku is and everything like that. And that he is All Might's predecessor. Also, full shout-out to Tane for being the one guy who's not an idiot in this whole series. Being like, I'm gonna connect the dots here. Hmm. This guy's probably all Might's predecessor. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like he and then like even the line he said, like he even says, "Now it's your turn." Like he he keyed right in. Tani's, like, "It's
1: nice to have a character who's like just with it." You know what I mean? I I think it yeah. goes beyond just with it. I think he's connecting dots like Batman detective level <laughs> dots because he's like, "All right, so I was looking past in 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 all these like old uh old newspapers and I saw that um that all might save this one kid. And this one kid happens to be this. And he's like connecting all... Like, I imagine him in a room with like uh, like all those... like. Oh, YouTubers he's he's, and, he's like, Charlie, yeah. ...connected to it everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I... It's... It, it was something. And I kind of agree with what you're saying, James. But it's still a little weird to me. But what's even more weird, the scene that follows immediately, is where Rocket comes to get Deku. And they're talking like, oh, what were you talking about? All that kind of stuff. And then mid-sentence, she stops and just sells says i smell meat
1: yeah, it's like is weird dude you're, you're i
0: just don't feel like that's needed like oh that's like that smells good what's fat. like what like just the phrase rock man like came out weird but we yeah. know
2: like we know your rock is like socially and how does
0: Deku now react to that but reacts when she's close talking to him but when she says point blank to him i smell meat he has no reaction
1: i hope really? this is a translation issue um just because I like is. i i can kind of see a world of where like the translations like oh like i i smell meat it's just like kind of equivalent to like oh something smells good or like oh like i yeah. something smells like meat what is that
2: that's it it doesn't uh, seem to have any like any any undertones that we really need to investigate too no, much No, it didn't oh, it no. just stood it out has to has me and i laughed but you can check my, so <laughs> check, check my blog later oh
0: check my blog god yeah fanfic.blogspot.com or whatever Yeah, pretty much. Slash fake. All right, but I I think with this episode just being the way it is, I I don't think there's really too much more we have to talk about with this episode, unless there's any last small couple of points we want to talk to to recap episode. Not too much new to talk about.
2: Uh, I didn't know twice was a uh, was a valet as well as you know being a supervillain.
0: It's right hand man. You got to have a driver. That's true. Yeah. Now Um, is it, is it
2: twice or was it one of his clones? Big question.
0: We'll talk about that in the outro. We, I mean, we will be talking about next week's preview where that was referenced to. But um, before we get to that, I want to talk about the op- uh, the opening and endings. We have new songs, new animations for both of them. And I just want to say they're both amazing. I don't think there's been a bad opening or ending for um, My Hero yet. Um, The opening is called Blue and Count by Polaris. And then the ending, I apologize, my Japanese is non-existent, is Kokai no Alta by Sayori. Kyokai so no Uta, there you I go. Yeah, there you go. So, both those songs are shout-outs. They're already all over YouTube if you wanted to go and watch them. I mean, what do you guys think of them right now? Better, worse than last season? Uh, Overall,
1: what do you think? Intro's worse. Outro is probably the best out of the entire series. I think the intro song is okay. Visuals, I think the the it's really good for the first episode. I think it's going to get a little bit old on like 3 and 4, but it's good to get hyped. Um, ending is incredible i think it's one of the best endings for sure
0: i i really love the ending and it's just i just want to know more about who this little girl is because obviously i think she's going to she's going to be another one of the main characters obviously she's a big part of the intro and ending just like miro and deku i think she's the third most seen character like in the intros and outros so i think next episode we're going to learn a lot about who she is and who a lot of the other characters are um coming up but overall not something we need to dive in too much and do like frame by frame reviews but i think they're great um i don't know i like the intro more than both of you guys do at this point but again i also woke up at 5 a.m to watch the show maybe after a couple more listens when i'm a little bit more awake might be a little different for me but with that, before we talk about next week's preview, let us, us do our Plus Ultra Awards, where each and every week we will crown one character of who win Plus Ultra. And I think I have a good idea of who everyone is going to be this week. But James, I want you to lead off with our very first Plus Ultra Award of Season 4. I'm going to... I, I, The obvious pick is Tane, but I think I'm going to give it to All
2: Might. He's cashing in on that free, them free goodies, boys. And, you know, you I got, are the worst.
0: I'm the, I'm the best, man. Dylan, please tell me that you agree with my pick of Tane. I think it's just, I mean, he's a major point. He actually has character plot and development in this character. And he turns out to be a really good guy and still gets a job done and get paid. What more can you ask from a freelance reporter?
1: Yeah, so the Plus Ultra is for going above and beyond. And I think Tane yes. goes above and beyond because he is a master detective. <laughs> he figured out. That, that too. Is, is Batman is the level. Next all might. Like he figured this whole thing out. Apparently, the only one who really figured it yeah, out. Yeah, in like a two week time, probably. Yeah, and he was just like, "Oh no, I figured it out." Also, he has a sick quirk. Like, like you know that like just shoot out lenses. That's really cool for like a reporter. So I, I think he obviously gets the plus ultra.
0: Yeah, you're on probation, James. I have to can I change it?
1: That. Can I change it? Can I just? Can I go? No, with... you said what you said. Okay, all right. You said what
0: you said. Right, There's no all taking all right. it back here. We. We're shaming you. But with that, we will be keeping a tally kind of going on. I'm assuming Tane will not be getting another one. All might, I'm sure we'll get maybe a couple more this season. I don't think it'll be as big of a deal. But let's wrap up this episode with the preview of next week's episode. And obviously, what we think we'll be talking about next week. So the episode will be called Overhaul. Um, we are going to be getting a lot more information about the work studies, where they're going to be placed. Um, we also see the League of Villains all coming together for the first time with Hall, Like James was saying, we see twice driving them there, which you kind of got a tease towards the end of season four. So it might kind of be taking a step back before a lot of that happened. But we're going to be getting the full loadout of what everything is going to be going on with Overhaul. We're going to figure out where the students are going to be working. And I'm assuming Sir Nighteye is also referenced in the article. One of the heroes, more than likely Deku, will probably end up at this agency is what my guess is going to be. Um, But I think next week we are going to get so much information just dropped on us out of nowhere. It is going to be so cool. We're going to get the setup for the next five or six episodes next week. And I think it's just going to be... A, one of the episodes where we receive the most amount of information since very early on in the show. I think there will not be another episode with this much information for a while.
1: I'm incredibly hyped for next week. It, I think next week is going to be really cool because we're going to get into the We're going to get into the meat, we're gonna get the meat, meat of the show.
0: we is going to be all on it too. <laughs> <laughs> James what do you think yeah no, I know th-
2: it's gonna be nice to get some insight on the, on the overhaul really I wanted to know what the deal with his mask is I want to know what his like I mean we I think we do have an idea what his quirk is from last season I think I kind of
0: spoiled it in one of the episodes
2: yeah Maybe so let's I not, bring it, up. Let's not bring it it up yeah, let's yeah, yeah. <laughs> not so bring it up yeah
0: but, yeah don't don't listen to the recast if you don't want but that but I
2: mean room. like I mean the dude's dressed like pretty pretty sick so I mean I'm kind of I'm kind of interested yeah. he's got that whole like you know the, that narrow tie look and everything like that so yeah dude I want to see what he's about.
0: Yeah, it'll be, it'll be curious. And, I, and like they even made reference to figuring out what Overhaul wants. We don't know why he's a villain, what he wants, and assuming it has something to do with this young girl, and I'm assuming we'll get all that flushed out next week. So, again, I think next week is going to be absolutely amazing. It is only six days and 20 hours away a long time it feels like but you know what we're here we are in season four and it is so good to be back here talking with you guys about new episodes of my hero versus the previous seasons but before we do do our rigmarole the whole normal wrap-up is there anything else we want to talk about with this episode and or just kind of any last thoughts to say on the beginning of season four no we're i think we're good no yeah i'm ready no So recap episode. I'm sure we'll have a lot more to say and we'll definitely be pushing that 40-minute mark next week. But with that, thank you all so much for attending this week's session of Class 1A. Next week, we'll be talking about the overhaul episode, which is Episode 2 of Season 4. And we will be back next Saturday with our Plus Ultra Rewards and so, so much more to talk about.
2: Yeah, and tell your friends about the Class 1A podcast. Um, We're a newer podcast, so any... any Any publicity, any spreading around, even if it's bad publicity. We don't want it, but we'll take it. Um, And uh, if you do use a podcasting platform that has a review option, please hit us with that five-star review.
1: Make sure you check check out poppedoff.com and twitter.com slash popped underscore off for all the updates on the podcast and all the other stuff that we do.
0: But with that, that'll be all for this week's class. We hope to see you back in class next Saturday.